the Green Awning Podcast is back. We haven't uh, sat down and talked golf in Elmwood Country Clubs since before the derecho of August 10th, 2020. Um, we're excited to be back here. Um, I'm, I've got Nate Vance and Cole Davis that are going to sit down and, and talk about the Men's Club Championship and all of the uh, fantastic golf that they've been playing around the state of Iowa throughout the uh, summer. So sit back and enjoy the new episode of the Green Awning Podcast. Okay, everyone, we are back with a, another edition of the Green Awning Podcast. I'm, I'm J.G. Neto, PGA professional here at Elmwood Country Club, and I'm lucky enough to have with me uh, two fine young players. Um, both, both competed today in the Iowa Match Play Qualifier, as well as competed this last weekend in our Men's Club Championship. Uh, had a head-to-head battle in the semifinals. Uh, one of them came out on top, obviously. But I'm, I'm sitting here with uh, Cole Davis and Nate Vance, um, fresh off their rounds today at the Talons of Tuscany in qualifying for the Iowa match play. And uh, both had solid rounds today. Nate had a four under par 68, and Cole fired a one under par 71 to qualify. Both both made the uh, the field. Um, Cole, yeah, how you feel about your your play today? You know, I haven't played competitive golf for probably, you know, what was it, nine months? No, ten months. Made five birdies. Pretty pleased. A couple, you know, mistakes. Uh, just kind of from not playing competitively for ten months. So I was pleased. What, uh, what did you take away from the day that you can then build on for, for tomorrow's round one? I'd, I'd say making the five birdies that I did today. Okay. When you made those birdies, what did you find that, that you uh, successfully accomplished on those holes? You know, I drove the ball pretty well all day. Um, that's, it's just, that's where scoring starts right there when you're, especially on a golf course that's short like that, and just take advantage of hitting good drives. I've never played the golf course. Driven by it. Yeah. Looks really nice. It's in great shape. Obviously, yeah, well-kept, well-manicured. Um Nate, you were telling me it's got phenomenal greens. Greens are mint. Greens are mint. Very mint. Yeah. Mint. Mint. And that, that means they, they, they're good. Okay. Greens are good. Are they uh they have a lot of undulation? They, or are they, they just, they just do. run smooth? No. Very subtly. Yes. Yeah. Like it's hmm. Sorry. Sorry. I don't know. It's like you get on the greens and you don't see there be a lot of break, but then it, it's it's got two or three feet of three, two or three feet of movement. Yeah, you know, really? they're they're good. They're good. They're good. You can put yourself in some bad spots in those greens, and I, don't th- I think with wedges, you need to have that on a golf course. Yeah, I feel like if you have a golf course that lacks length, mm-hmm. it needs to provide some sort of uh, challenge yeah. around the greens. I agree, hundred percent. I like that. Mm-hmm. Put the ball and in the right spot. Nate, you you played pretty solid today. You had a stretch in the uh, heart of your round 
tail end of the front nine, you made four straight birdies. Yeah. What uh, what got you going? Um, I mean, I just think I started making some putts, and none of them none of them were tap ins. Um, rolled in a couple of fifteen footers and uh, gave myself good looks and made some putts. Uh, birdie the par fives. Par fives out there, you got to make birdie on. So For that's sure. about it. Uh, so as we look <clears throat> back on, you know, the event yesterday, um, obviously you played well this weekend. Uh, both of you did. Um, to, to win our men's club championship, beat a, a great player, phenomenal competitor by the name of Tate Carlson, uh, future upper Iowa university peacock. But uh, tell us a little bit about how that event this, this past weekend prepared you for what, uh, what you're about to take on this week in the Iowa match play. Are you going both of us? Yeah. Both of us. I'll go first. Um, I think with amateur golf and college golf, you don't play a lot of match play events. You get maybe one a year, three rounds, three or four rounds of match play. Um, so playing four matches this weekend, um, I thought was great preparation. It's a little bit different. I think you can play a little bit more aggressive, but the golf is completely circumstantial. So, I mean, you could play a hole completely different if you're two up or two down. So, I mean, I think it was a lot of fun. Um, I think there's a little bit more maybe uh, – mind gameplay that might go on a match play, but um, I thought it was a, a great four rounds of match play to get us kicked off into the uh, state match play. Yeah, I thought it was great, great one up for this week. I got to play the great Nate Vance in the semis. Um, both played well, great match, both shot at 68. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, just a nice little warm up for this week. I saw that uh, we have Rob Christensen uh, qualified through stroke play as well as Pat Ryan, I believe. I think so. Yeah. Um, we had uh, several other Marshalltown Elmwood connections there. We had uh, Kelly Brown, Pat Ryan, Pat Ryan, Keegan. Kelly Brown, Keegan, did Keegan Hanson. What did Keegan end up shooting today? Oh, uh, let me let me look. Let me look. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a golf course where, I mean, it's short enough where those guys can beat anybody else out there. Yeah. I mean, it's if if you're putting it well. And, and you're you're driving in the fairway, it's fair game. Which is what both of them do. And I tell you what, Pat, Rob, Rob and, and Pat, Rob especially, is just he's a, a competitor, he's a grinder. If, and uh, he's not gonna he's not gonna give you anything in match play. That's the yeah the one thing. Yeah, he's, I was telling I was telling down the middle uh, on the green. He's gonna have a lot of birdie looks and just gonna hang in there. Yeah, I was telling Cole after a round, I'm like I think the last person I'd want to play in the first round is Rob on that golf course. You're just gonna you're gonna see fairways. You're gonna see some some putts being made, and you're gonna have to you're gonna have to win it. He's not gonna give it to you. Yeah, yeah. So when you look at the field, um, we were just looking at it. Wade Pettit, he's looking like he's gonna qualify number one. Right? Yep, yep. Uh, you got one of your teammates in there. At, is he at five under? Five under. Frank Lindwall. Did I see John Olson? Yeah, I played with John today. Yeah, there at five under. Yep, John Brown. John, John Brown. Brown four or three. John John Brown was three. Um, who else is in there? That's that's going to be a threat. I mean, I think you see a lot of names at the top that you'd expect. Yeah. Um, JD Anderson, I saw was in there. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean no, Con- Con- just, Connor Peck. Connor Peck. Huseman. Yep. So. Defending defending Iowa Golf Association Player of the Year, Connor Peck. So yeah. Nate McCoy. Yeah. Dennis Bull. A lot of good players up there. Should be a lot of fun. I'm excited to. To, to track play tomorrow, um, yeah, I think it'll be it'll be uh, a good opportunity for both you guys to 
to get out there and compete with some of the best players. We had uh, one of our juniors played this past past two days at the Midwest uh, Junior Championship. Midwest Junior Championship at Glen Oaks Country Club, Grant Griesel. We have, a, we have a former champion sitting here with us. Yeah. What, you won it two years ago? Yes. Two, two years, years ago. ago. Did they not have it because of COVID? COVID year? Probably. No, we had it. Did yeah, we had, had it last year. Last year had it. Okay. Changed golf courses for the better. Definitely. Yeah. It was Glen, Glen Oaks yeah. is a fantastic golf course. I know Grant probably didn't play his to his potential, but good experience, though, to get over there and compete. And yeah. Play. Yeah. Um, it's a good I'd, field. Um, yeah. I don't know. What did, what did Grant shoot the last today? 77. So you had like a 81, 74, 77? 81, 75, 77. 81, 75, 77 at Glen Oaks. All, all respectable scores. I mean, the golf course is, is difficult. It's no, it's no cakewalk. No, no. Especially if you're not putting yourself in the right position off the tee, it's going to make it difficult. Rough is typically pretty thick. thick. It's usually thick there. out there, yeah. So, um, so Nate, I want to talk to you specifically here as we as we go through this. You know, I, I followed you along this this collegiate season um at iowa state had some had some good rounds mm-hmm. um i would say plagued by the big number yep and i, I saw it sneak up again today yeah playing well yep and i know yeah, obviously it's golf it, it happens, is golf right? yeah. it happens what uh what do you think happens if you don't mind me asking when I make the big number and yeah. And then what do you, I mean, how do you, how do you practice to prevent it? So, you know, I mean, I'm, and obviously yeah. I am a victim of the big yeah. number. As no, well. I'm I, not saying I'm perfect, but I'm saying like you've been playing great golf. I, th- I think the big number as, I mean, if we were to go look at the rounds, a lot of the big numbers were early in the spring, the, the first couple of events. Um, so I think as the season went on, I started to understand a little bit more what, Coach Tank and Coach Chad were trying to emulate with their process and course management and get behind that. Um, and I think, I mean, the big number today is bad break. Eight of card path went long. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I think it just comes down to the process and making sure you're committed to the shot. If you're not comfortable with that shot, don't hit that shot. Yeah, I, think, uh, I think the big number comes from like when you blink. Yeah, when you when you just when you blink first. When you step on a tee, when you step on a tee box, you don't know what you're doing with the ball. Yeah. You got no clue yeah. where your start line is, where your finish line is. Yeah. Um, I think that's kind of where it stems from, but uh, it all goes into having a good process. Yeah. So it starts from 30 seconds. It starts from a minute before you hit the shot, not when you're right over the ball. Is that what you're practicing as you, uh, when you're practicing you know, individually? Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, I think the best practice you can get is when you're playing 18 holes at your local club. You know, if you're actually going through the process, going through a good start line, finish line. Uh, that's why it's nice to play with somebody. Uh, so you can kind of talk through shots and stuff like that. So, so you've been playing. Let's see. You went down to Arizona. Yep. Where'd you play at down there? I played at uh, Desert Mountain, the Outlaw Course. Okay. For the Southwestern Am. And played pretty solid, right? Yeah. You, solid, solid golf. First round. First round was uh, seventy-four to uh, three over. Took a, that was a big number. Big number day. Yeah, that was a. I, I made an eight on my second hole. Uh, ended up shooting seventy-four. Okay. Moved on to the round. Round two. Round two was just even par. It was playing a little bit tougher that day, and that moved me up about 25 spots to inside the cut line. Um, and then had a, a bit of a rough third round where I shot 77, um, then battled back nicely and shot 68 in the final round, finished uh, 23rd. Yeah, it's a good quality finish against a quality field, you know, yeah. national. 
what uh, I, I think it's interesting that, uh, you know, you guys are both great players and things that weren't around when I was, I guess they probably were around, but I wasn't even coming close to paying attention to was, was a ranking. Yeah. So did you earn any ranking points as a result of? Uh, I actually went down a little bit from the Southwestern um, based on how they structure it. It really helps to play in the highly ranked events. Mm-hmm. Um, like a forty, a forty fifth finish at Big Twelves is almost worth double the points mm-hmm. as my week at Southwestern. Really? Um, granted, my scores at Prairie Dunes were equivalently probably better than they were at the Southwestern. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it, yeah, it's all it comes down to Wagger. You know, getting in the Western AM, um, the Dogwood, um, the Transmiss. It all comes down to what your Wagger is. Uh, Wagger is kind of everything in that. So. I'm excited to see though that we got some Iowa State guys competing in the local events. Yeah, which I think that's important for yeah. guys to to support those because to to be honest, if you're not winning, if you're not doing, if you're not having solid weeks against uh, or at local events, then you're not going to be successful at yeah um, big time events. And I think winning is hard. You have to you know get comfortable mm-hmm. in those situations. So competing in Iowa, competing in Fort Dodge, competing at the match play, competing at the Iowa Masters. Yeah. Um, those are important because in reality, those are the events that you should be you should be you, you should, should be competing weeks. to win. Yes. And which that's gonna bode well during your collegiate season, you know. Yep. When you get in those situations where, you know, you're starting to feel a little bit of the heat, a little bit of the pressure. <laughs> yep. Um, you're under you're under the gun. Um, just being comfortable doing that. So um I see that Tate Carlson just just walked in. He's uh, there. He is runner up in the men's club championship. You guys had a great match. Yep. Um, Tate Tate played great that uh, that final match. He played under. He played solid golf. Three yeah. under par going into fifteen, and then you know just hit himself into a really bad spot yep. on fifteen green, and. It was a hard situation because I think at the time he was three down mm-hmm. and hit it's, you know, just past pin high on the left side on 15 here at Elmwood. And it's just not a good spot it's, 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 where you, he was in a, in a spot where you had to be aggressive, needed to, needed to make it. But I mean, you could, you could win the hole or lose the hole. There yeah. was, there was no tie really in, in the spot that you ended up being. But, and as it turned out, unfortunately, three putted and, lost the match but i want to go back to a uh, a spot in the in the match and it was on hole number 11 the championship match hole number 11 uh tate hit it over the uh the green oh this is semis semis that was semis yes oh yeah okay i apologize yeah, that I mean that was a, that, i mean to have the hole to hold it from I'm all, thinking, all I'm thinking thinking okay so we got the semifinals tate hits it over the green Rob hits it in there close. He's, Rob's got about probably six or seven feet yeah, for birdie. Feet. And Tate is in jail. Short side. And I have told him countless of times. Hit it low. You got to just get the you know, keep it on the ground. Keep it on the ground. Use the slope. Just kind of put it up the hill. You guaranteed to make four. And Tate, no, he pulls the wedge. And I'm watching him like, this is just, the kid just is not going to learn. And then he just chips it in. Yeah, he banged it. Chips he banged it. In. it. Bazinga, crowd, baby. Crowd goes wild. Bazinga. And, uh. Then Rob matches him, has the hole. It, came, it was a great semifinal, came all the way down to the last hole. That was a, I think that was a big turning point in the match, though. Yeah, it was. It was. Because um, I th- I believe you went on to win 12 after that. 
I don't think it is. That sounds right. Yeah, Rob hit it long. Yep. And didn't get up and down. Yep. Oh. Yep. So, um, anyway, then then it came down. Your, your match came down to the last hole. Yeah. And uh, Rob, unfortunately, hit hit a tree off the tee, and that, that basically was it. Um, so, but Tate, you played great. Nate, you played phenomenal in that championship match. You guys have three holes in the first ten with uh, birdies. Yeah, there was a, there was a stretch of some good golf between the two of us, which there. is pretty impressive. So, um, congratulations to all three of you guys on um, playing well this past weekend. Hope you guys continue to do so. I know uh, you guys are playing in the match play this week. Tate is not playing in the match play. He has a bigger event on Wednesday. The Marshalltown High School Bobcat that he will be playing in. So, but what's the rest of the schedule look like here, guys? Where can where where do we need to be looking at to follow you guys as as the summer progresses? I mean, for me, it's a lot of the IGA events, but I might be looking at some uh, golf week amateur events. And they're around the Midwest. The little, little college collegiate series. Yeah, yeah those There's are good. one like Indiana and Purdue. Those are pretty good. Good, so, good field. You know, I got the Iowa Masters, USAM qualifier, State AM, potentially the Waterloo. Not sure yet, but maybe even the uh, what's the one in uh, Norwalk? Hermansani. Hermansani. I feel, I feel like I should go back there. Again. Yeah. Now, Nate, are you gonna play in the Waterloo Open again? Or are you gonna uh, I'm not. I'm not sure yet. I know that's the week of the member guest. So I was kind of planning on sticking around, but um, I might have to have to go play. I mean, worked out well last last year, so maybe I'll try and uh, defend my uh, title there. We do have the uh, Elmwood Invitational coming up. Holy cow, that's it's three weeks away. It's exciting. No, it's two weeks. Two, two, two weeks from Thursday is practice round for the Elmwood Invitational. The highlight of the golfing summer here at Elmwood Country Club. So that is going to be... A busy, busy time, but we're excited to host that event here, as always. Um, but yeah, I'm just uh, I'm excited to see how everybody's summers progress here. Um, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how you guys play. I'd like to get out and play with you guys again one of these days. I just haven't seen to be able to to get out there. Yeah, I mean, I mean, last time we played, it didn't work out well for you, so I don't blame you for doing I, that. You know what? I don't remember anything negative. All I remember is the. Uh, Last time the, I think the U.S. Open qualifier at Beaver Hills. I don't. Yeah, you did. You beat is, me. You beat me. My, what? That's the only thing that I remember. Three or I get, four. I get inside the competition. Oh. And that's just when you know. You just lock in. I lock in. Yeah. Then, car. I don't blink. Then we were, you guys might blink. Then we could, I don't. Then we came out and play and did a double digit loss. So yeah, well, it's a tough look. You are. Way better than me, and I would ex- I would expect to lose by. That is on recording. <laughs> this, the public is going to hear that. Jay likes to play at about seven thirty a.m. and his old body just cannot handle that. Well, um, appreciate you guys sitting down with me, you guys in the audience. We have uh, Tate and uh, Grant, Sam Irwin here. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to actually sit down and do a podcast. I know David's not here with us today. Yeah, we got we got to get David back on there. But sure. uh, just before we go, I was like talking a little bit about the golf course. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Um, had had a couple couple guys in here today. <clears throat> Chad Chad Prohl and John Bermel. Oh, okay. And uh, I caught up with them on a hole 17. They were playing a match, and 
Chad looked at me and he's like, gosh, I haven't, he was standing on 17. He's like, I haven't been over here yet, but wow. He's like, this is, this is pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, he talked a lot about how last year during our derecho pro-am, he was in the shootout. He was telling Bermel about this. He's like, this little, little feller, he says, the little feller pulls out his driving iron and just, just plopped it right on the green and hole number 18. Just a little feller is what he said. And uh, I thought it was funny. And, uh, but yeah, that was, it was fun. I think the golf course has continued to have positive momentum. I, speaking of the golf course, I think I had three comments today at yes. the uh, state match play about how good the golf course was. Okay. How, how challenging it's, it's, it was. It's wherever where we go. Yeah. I feel like someone says something. Some, I mean, I got, I had comments from Nate McCoy, John Olson. Yeah. I think one other guy. I know that Chad Pitts is going to swing by here, I believe, Friday. Mm. He wants to come check it out. We're scheduled to be re-rated by the Iowa Golf Association here in a few weeks. And I believe um, maybe we'll have to get David in here to talk about We've got a an architecture um, editor from Golf Magazine oh. is, is coming out to – check out the property which that's kind of sick yeah it'll be it'll be interesting to see what type of feedback we we do get um i think obviously the look i think the look is phenomenal we we got extremely dry um there for a couple weeks but we've had some timely rain i know it's getting a little soft for for david's taste but uh, i think the membership is really enjoying getting out there and playing i can tell you that uh you know the, the place has been extremely busy um and i think everybody seems to be pretty pleased with with the golfing aspect of the of the operation so um it's good to hear that people around the state are still talking absolutely we're trying to create that buzz and, and get people to understand that elmwood is a pretty cool place um great golf course a totally different golf experience i feel like than a lot of other places yeah 100 most fun in the state by far yeah i think it is but i'm I'm biased. I can't. I can't no, say no, that. No, no, no. I got. I got two comments today. It, it. It is a lot of fun, and I will. And I will say this. Forever, that hole number twelve at Elmwood Country Club. Is, the best par three, <laughs> in the state of Iowa. Oh yeah, yeah. I'd say it's the easiest par five. <laughs> exactly. It is. It is. Uh, it's a joke. gosh, man. It, it, it. I think today it was playing ninety-eight yards. It's fantastic. And uh, man, it's just a tough little shot. But I went from making a one to a six the other day. Yes, so. gosh, it's so much fun. Um, but anyway, uh, we're running out of time here on this edition of the Green Awning Podcast. But uh, once again, thanks guys for for sitting down with me, and best of luck to you guys as as you continue to compete around the state this summer. Appreciate it. Always a pleasure. All right, thank uh, you. Join us next time for another episode of the Green Awning Podcast. <clears throat>